welcome to In Case You Missed It for the 23rd of August 2020. Coming up on this week's show, we hear from the manager of RSPCA Stapley Grange about how the centre has been working through the pandemic. Lucy Smith talks to Chris Cadman about the community organisation Crew Create. And Jeff Stubbs from the Nantwich Civic Society is here talking about the work they do around the town. This is In Case You Missed It on The Cat. Lee Stewart, the manager of RSPCA Stapley Grange, was a guest on Right Up Your Street earlier this week. He spoke about how the centre has been responding during the coronavirus pandemic. Good morning, my friend. How's things? Yeah, very good. A Uh, bit cooler this week. It is, isn't it? It was a a, a couple of hot days last week. Now, Lee is the manager over at uh, RSPCA Stapley Grange. That's on the outskirts of Nantwich. And, Lee, you look mainly after um, uh, animals in the wild that have been brought in, things like birds with a busted wing, that kind of thing? Yeah, on the wildlife side, we pretty much deal with everything um, in the whole of the northwest but our catchment area goes from south of the scottish borders down to south of birmingham across into wales um and we also have a small cattery um that we deal with um inspector generated cats from a more localized area so wow. it's cats and wildlife uh leah never knew that you were responsible for such a large area i thought it was a much more local thing that you're right up to the scottish borders then are you yeah, we are for some species. Uh, as an example, seal pups, um, very few facilities that can hold them. Um, and I think there's maybe two up in the north, um, very low capacity. So we end up taking seal pups from all over the north, uh, Wales. Um, we've even in previous years had seal pups coming in from Cornwall. So really? for some species, foxes, badgers, the more specialised animals, um, they'll, they will be brought down to us. Okay. Um, I think there's been a general consensus that while lockdown took place, uh, wildlife flourished in a way that, um, you know, was humans impacting on their on their habitats wasn't quite as, as prevalent as it had been in, in what would you call normal times. Is that, uh, has that been echoed by an increase in, in animals having injuries and things like that, people finding them? Well, that's what you'd expect, but actually we're actually lower on the last couple of years um we usually take in around six and a half thousand animals each year on the wildlife side and i imagine we're kind of be looking at about five and a half to um, getting up towards six so we'll be down on previous years so that's what we were kind of expecting but it, it didn't really happen um and we don't know why but thankfully it has been a quieter year for us so we've been able to just about manage okay and of course uh, you've had to go through the usual covid restrictions how's that impacted on your day-to-day operation lee yeah i think with everyone whether you're a business or a charity it's had a massive impact um when covid kind of kicked off february march um we had to prioritise, obviously, our staff and all our volunteers. We have an amazing group of volunteers that support us. Um, and we just act, actually asked them to stay at home um, to look after themselves until we knew what we were dealing with. So early on, we reacted quite quickly, um, but it had a massive impact on the team. Um, and then when the furlough scheme came through, we lost some staff. Um, so it's been a real um, up and down four or five months, really. Okay. Um but, but, but the animal, the but as far as you can 
you can do. The animal welfare hasn't suffered. It's just the number of uh, people available to do it has gone down. Yeah, I, I think it's we've had to manage um, things in the wild, if you like. So whether it's been via Facebook or email, we, I think we've managed uh, things a lot better. So try to to push back on things that maybe in the past we've just said, "Oh no, just bring in." Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think's worked very well, and I think we've learned from that to say that we can actually um, manage things better in the wild. Um, certainly, things like fox cubs and badger cubs leave them in the wild and push back and we've been trying to get them back to the wild um and then fledgling birds um just maybe being more interactive with members of the public um officially we were closed but we were supporting um particularly the local community as best we could um and further afield so it's we've managed it maybe slightly better and i think there are lessons to be learned from the last four or five months that sure. we'll take into future so is that people like um they've found a bird in the garden that's this distressed have they taken like a little video of that and sent that to you and you've analyzed that and said that's what's wrong etc et is that how it's yep. gone, gone along is it yeah use of whatsapp and facebook um members of the public have been great and understanding and um, sending that bit of extra information through has allowed us to actually say no this, and then explain to them the reasons why we're yeah. not asking them to bring it in. Um, obviously, we're not just ourselves, but the inspector have been really pushed as well. Um, we've had staff on furlough there. Um, so it's been really difficult. But I think, yeah, like I say, lessons have been learned. Good for you. Um, and like any other organisation at the moment, money, especially in the charity sector, money is just a, the, the lifeline of what you do. And that's taken a bit of a knock, hasn't it? Yeah, it's taken a massive knock. Um, we're expecting a, a deficit between 20 and 25 million this year. Um, and it's obviously it's hit everyone yeah. across the world financially. Um, it's hit our income. Uh, we've not been able to fundraise like at a local level. Level we've not been able to have our summer fair. We've cancelled our um, Christmas fair as well. So it's been really difficult. Um, and sadly, it's, it's meant that frontline services are going to have to be cut. Um, yeah. So it's it's a really difficult time for the society, as with all charities. Um, but we just have to find a way through this and, and everyone's trying to pull together to um, just get through until COVID is over, if you like, uh, as and when. Good. And you've not you've not just sat on, on your hands and said, oh, you know, poor us. You've actually gone and thought, right, what can we do here? And you've come up with a wonderful idea of a online quiz. Now, I know there's plenty of these going round, but they're not <laughs> yeah. they're not quite the same as what you've got lined up, are they, Lee? No, we we want to do something a little bit different, and I, for one, am not a great quizzer, um, but I've been a part of a few of them over the last four or five months, and I just wanted to try and do something a little bit different. So um, we've got Michaela Strachan uh, involved with Patrick I.E. and Rob Bidolf, so it's going to be a little bit different to your usual quizzes. Um, Barclays Bank have come on board, and they're, they're supporting us as well, so every team that comes on for their 20 pound um donation it's actually going to be matched by their pound for pound scheme so people get involved it's making a 40 pound donation which makes a massive difference sure so give us some background details of where and when and how people might join in okay probably the best way to connect into it is just to go onto our facebook page um and that will take you to um the ticket site that you can just literally and pay for there and then literally on saturday at seven all the information comes through um, and when we go live as of eight o'clock for probably just two hours, we don't want to go on too long. 
Um, but it should be something a little bit different. Um, and everyone gets involved is obviously supporting the RSPCA and Stakely Grange, so encourage as many people to get involved as possible. Okie dokie. So it's teams of how many? Six, is it usually? Something like that? Teams of four? Yeah, it's, it's up to six, so yeah. even two people at home can do it. Um, but we're also encouraging people because of the uh, social distancing that um, you can have us on a, on a laptop and then you can uh, zoom on another um, device or oh, WhatsApp, so yeah, you can involve yeah. the rest of the family as well. So, but it's up to six. Um, we've got a cracking prize from Sainsbury's as well. Um, I sat in my office, um, nice hamper uh, for the winners. We'll somehow get them to them wherever they're uh, calling in from. Um, so hopefully it should be a, a nice evening. So is this um, is this a fairly local event, uh, Lee, or if you going nationwide? Is it is it like a, a link bingo or something? You know, like they do where they get everybody involved, or is this fairly local? No, it's virtual quiz. So anyone around the country oh, right, or overseas okay. can get involved, yeah. um, and you just basically click into the links that we sent you on to Zoom, um, and, and away you go. Um, we've also got a very um, kind of a picture of. Uh, what happens here so we've got like a four minute video piece that we produced uh, it was actually for our 25th anniversary it shows a little bit more of the team and, and some of the rounds actually give you a uh, behind the scenes look into the wildlife centre you get to meet my team um, and also some of the cats that we need adopting out so it is very different in that respect so my team are, are very much involved in this and asking some of the questions um, and it's all really done very rawly um, and, and it is quite funny but the team have been fantastic and they've been stuff. happy to get involved Okay, listeners, if you fancy yourself as a bit of a quizzer, I'd guess there's a few animal questions in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think Michaela yeah. Strachan's going to be asking some animal questions. But I think uh, if you want to get involved, it's the Facebook. So is it that they just type in on Facebook, RSPCA Stapley Grange? Yep, and then, and then we'll come up, and there, there's lots of information on there. But there's a lot on Ticket Lab where we're, we're selling the tickets from, so it's nice and easy for uh, members of the public to get involved. Excellent. That's Ticket Lab. Okay, you're on there as well. And it's this Saturday? Yeah. It is Saturday, and we kick off at 8, but you'll just need to be ready for 7 o'clock because um, you get all the information about the quiz, and there's one of the rounds you get prior to um, join us at 8 o'clock, um, and it's, it's myself and uh, Liz that we run in it. Brilliant stuff. Excellent stuff. Lee, thank you so much for the updates. We wish you the very, very best of luck um, getting as many people on the quiz as, as you can do. Um, please let us uh, visit you again when things are, when I say back to normal, when maybe after the, you've ha had uh, a review of how much money you've got from the quiz and things like that, let yep. us know what's going on, won't you? And uh, yep. do you think uh, 2021, do you think you'll be back to normal again? Is, it, is that a crystal ball for you? whatever the new normal may be yeah, whatever um, that but is. we'll be supporting as many animals as we possibly can fabulous stuff uh, when I ask you for a tune very very on topic and on trend and right on the money things can only get better I love that positiveness Lee and like I say everybody at the cat wishes you everybody down there at Stapley the very very best of luck going forward This is In Case You Missed It on the Cat with me, Aidan. Lucy Thompson-Smith from the Crew Cultural Forum appeared on The Perfect Afternoon earlier this week to talk about a new initiative called Crew Create. I'm pleased to be joined now by Lucy Thompson-Smith, who is from the Crew Cultural Forum. And you also may know Lucy from being in part of the creative bit at the Lyceum Theatre. So welcome. Good afternoon, Lucy. 
Hello there, Chris. Lovely to be talking to you. And the same to you. It's been a while. <laughs> it has, for, for, hasn't what, it? For, for all the wrong reasons. But anyway, it's great that we're back in. So obviously, things are starting to open up a little bit now, Lucy, uh, which is great news. Um, so yes. Crew Cultural Forum is grabbing hold of this with both hands and trying to see what we can put into crew obviously a lot of things going on so tell me a little bit more about a what you're doing and then b what we can expect uh, we're actually a part of the crew cultural forum which is a group of organizations individuals businesses across crew they're all trying to engage with people create creative and cultural opportunities for the people in crew um so we've been a bit restricted in what we can do obviously while we've been in lockdown while the theater's been shut while a lot of other organizations have been shut or on furlough um and like you said now kind of things are starting to uh emerge from lockdown um whilst things like the theater are still shut obviously we have got the opportunity uh to take advantage of outdoor spaces because we're still able to to run some things in a limited capacity outdoors and um, we're lucky in that uh, the lyceum car park at the moment actually is shut um, for use of kind of as a public car park. So we thought that would be a great space to run some events and activity to engage the community, give people something that they can get back out and do to connect with people again and uh, feel like there's fun and creative things happening, especially while people are maybe in crew over the summer. Well, certainly people are hungry for it. Let's put it that way, aren't they? I think the town centre, yeah. I think as soon as people are allowed out, <laughs> was all like, get me out of here, let me out. Um, exactly. And so, as you say, I mean, this is not just a, a one-week or two-week initiative, uh, Lucy. This is something that, you know, we're really trying to do in crew to try and sort of entertain people. We know that the crew town centre is not the most elegant at the moment, but we still have all the shops, we still have supermarkets, people are still shopping in the town. And so, hopefully, a little bit of entertainment along the way. And it's fairly dark diverse as well isn't it some of the things you've actually got planned it is i mean this has been the great thing about it because we we wanted to get things off the ground as quickly as possible and take advantage of the fact that you know a lot of people aren't able to go on holiday necessarily so they're still going to be in crew we wanted to be able to support businesses that are reopening in crew so that we can encourage people to be coming back into town and and taking part and connecting with each other um so we've really relied on the amazing support of a lot of local groups charities organizations artists practitioners who are running these activities in most cases completely free of their, putting their own time and energy and support into this um, which has been absolutely amazing and hopefully we we can use that momentum and that participation to be able to create more activities there's going to be more stuff going on so we've got amazing things like we had um, an art gallery in the market sheds this weekend that was all from a charity called Surviving Crew that worked with survivors of abuse. Um, these beautiful pieces of artwork, and people could just come and, and look at them and just spend time amongst art. They could participate in art, and we had people buying art as well, which was great. We had um, uh, Forest Tribe, who are a theatre and dance company, came and ran a movement and mindfulness workshop right in the middle of the square. So we were there taking part in this sort of uh, mindful movement to really connect with ourselves and connect back with each other and be out in the world in the space doing things um we've got arts and crafts workshops going on we've got um loads of arts and crafts this week actually by creative crew creative mind um david and louise dukes who are local artists um we've got something going on nearly every day this week in fact thursday friday saturday um, it's all up on our Facebook page and there's loads of stuff for families in particular. Most of it's free or there's a very, very low cost that's sort of contributing towards materials and things like that. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's like you said. I think the thing is as well right now, it's not just for the people who are doing the shopping. I mean, a number of the people want to come into town, do the shopping and go. Um, but it's the kids. It's the children who've been locked up, you know, for, for such a long time with no school and everything else. So some of this is literally across the generations, isn't it? It appeals to, to everybody, really, as you say, from art exhibitions right, right through to a chalkboard workshops. And we'll talk about what's happening on the 29th in a minute. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is. And it is something because, you know, as I said, unfortunately, there's not an awful lot going on. So you're either sitting watching the telly, sitting listening to the radio, or trying to do something, or trying to educate your children. And this is a way to actually get people out of their houses, get back into crew, start to see some of the beautiful things that do go on in crew. I mean, we spoke uh, last week to the people from Blackpool, from uh, who was talking about Lumen, you know. And oh, so, yeah. That, yeah, there's something else that, you know, that, again, the town of crew are putting on uh, for the residents of crew to hopefully uh, help help us through the difficult times at the moment. And especially with creativity, because I think a lot of people have been finding being creative or doing art or uh, being having a chance to express themselves while they've been cooped up in lockdown um and so we're finding a lot of people who are bringing that out of lockdown now and so it's the opportunity for people to participate and again and be sharing what they're doing um which i think is really exciting so i'm hoping people will come along and and show us the creative stuff that they've learned or they've been doing while they've been stuck indoors yeah it's a great point um now obviously we have to be cognizant of what's going on in the world, uh, not just in crew, um, with COVID. So how, yeah. how are you handling that with these things that are actually happening in the town, Lucy? Lots of different ways. I mean, for a start, the fact that we're able to run these workshops outside in the outdoor spaces is really important because obviously a lot of the limitations are based around how many people you can have indoors and in rooms and spaces. So in a lot of cases, um, these activities are things that maybe would happen anyway with groups, say, for instance, like Motherwell uh, are running some workshops around the Inspire Me campaign that they've been running online, which is all about inspiring women. Um, and that's something that they've been doing anyway, but this is giving them an outdoor space where people can safely participate. They can safely social distance while taking part in things and, and, and actually physically being there in the space. Um, especially when with the participatory things, so the arts and crafts workshops that we're doing, we've had to think really carefully about that because obviously we don't want people um, sort of sharing pens and pencils and then finding that we're that that's a potential problem. So we're doing things like um, offering for people to take away art materials, so providing pencils or colouring pens that people can take away with them, which means that they can continue to be creative at home as well. Right. So there will be a limit, because obviously the Lyceum Square is not the biggest square in the world, but it, there will be a limit, but we've still got plenty of space, as you say, because it's outdoors. Yeah? Absolutely, yes. I mean, like you said, there's a, there's a limit on how many numbers that we can work with, but we're working together and working with people in the community to make sure that everybody that is participating feels that they can do so safely and that they, they feel comfortable in the space whilst maintaining that kind of awareness that we don't want to... Uh, to, to not adhere to government guidelines, we don't want to, to act in a non-safe way. Um, but I think I think people so far have been been really good at, at finding that balance. 
Yeah, and as and as I mentioned before, you know, this is not a one-week or a one-month thing. This is something that you want to do. And clearly, as crew starts to rebuild, and everybody who is critical of crew, let's be perfectly honest, go and have a look in other towns at the moment. I think crew was early on in that journey, and hopefully we'll come out of it a little sooner than many of the towns. But it is in a rebuild situation, so, we, you know, we want to keep some energy up in the town. And doing things like this clearly helps, and it helps for families as well. So if I look at the year 29th that I mentioned earlier, um, yeah, the cat, we're looking forward to that. <laughs> the cat will be uh, there in the Lyceum Square. And uh, what we tried to do, as always here on The Cat, is promote uh, local music. Um, and boy, are we promoting local music on the 29th because we've got Ollie Ng, Callum J. Wright, Megan Lee and Kathy J. all performing on the same day on the Lyceum Square. Now, again, um, we obviously have to keep social distancing, so we're not looking at crowds and we are looking to record it so we can broadcast it and everything else. But, um, you know, something else. So it's 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 arts and craft, it's music, it's it's all kinds of things. That's what you're looking for, Lucy, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. There's, there's things that anybody can get involved with, anybody of any age, any ability. There's no barriers there for cost or anything like that. Uh, it's all very open, very participatory. And all people that you, you know, people you've seen around, it's all local uh, people that are, that are offering these performances and offering these activities. Yeah. And, and this, as I keep saying, this is not one month. So obviously we've talked about this month, but you obviously have things running through then. I mean, when it gets to winter, it gets a bit cold. Uh, but then again, we'll get to a lumen. But it's not just this month. You've actually got things planned now for months in advance. Is that correct? That's right. I, I, I don't, uh, we don't have kind of details to be able to confirm for things later on yet. But obviously, like I said, we're having things over the course of the summer holidays that people can participate in so that we can say, this is we can put stuff on here we can do these socially distance activities and that we can extend that further so i know already we've got things like um uh supporting creative crew with the mcmillan coffee more september um hopefully more activity from the cast as well um so hopefully there will be more activity that we can offer as time goes on um yeah. So just to prove how diverse it is for anybody who's listening, if you're going to be around in crew, uh, we go from an art exhibition this weekend. Um, we then have the uh, craft workshop. We have chalkboards. Then, uh, not the dates aren't confirmed yet, but you've got a photography walk-in workshop, I believe, Lucy. Oh, yeah. So that's this Saturday, the 22nd, which oh, right, is going to okay. be our, our busiest day. So we, on that day, you can take part in the Express Yourself chalkboards which is run by David and Louise Dukes, where you can come and write messages and draw pictures on some big chalkboards. Also, at the same time, Platform Theatre will be running a workshop that's more a sort of drama and writing-based workshop inspired by the play Ada, which premiered at the Crew Lyceum Theatre. Oh, yeah. And it's all about local legend Ada Neil Chu. Um, and then as, on top of that will be the Crew uh, Photographic Society running an Improve Your Photography workshop so you can bring along your camera and go on a walking tour of crew and learn how to take better photos whilst take, taking some lovely shots of crew. Yes, fabulous. And then at the other end of the spectrum, a rap workshop. Yes, so <laughs> a lyric writing workshop. So you can write your own rap uh, with local rap artist Jamie Lynch, who has run a holiday activity at the Crew Lyceum Theatre before. He's a regular at open mic nights around the town as well. So some of you might already know him. Uh, but he's a great person to come and learn from if you're looking, if you've been writing songs in lockdown or you wanting to start writing songs or improve your techniques. 
Amazing. So yeah, hopefully people, listeners get the idea. It's, it's diverse. That's the idea. It shall appeal to all kinds of people. And clearly, as I said, multi-month as well. So Lucy, we'd love you to come back uh, towards the end of the month and maybe tell us a little bit more about what you've got planned for next month as well. That would be great. I can keep you updated as our plans develop then. Okay. Well, I'll certainly uh, pop down this weekend and we certainly look forward to see what's going on. And again, the cat will be there on the 29th uh, with a whole list of live artists as well as some great music and everything else. But uh, uh, congratulations, Lucy, because I think I know, I know for a fact, having been on a number of calls, this has not been easy, not for the artists being willing to do it. It's more because of the government changes and one minute you can do it and the next minute you can't. So congratulations to you and the team for pulling this together. And we certainly hope it, it makes crew a, bl- a bright a place which i'm sure it will be thank you very much hope to see everybody there you're listening to a podcast from the cat you're listening to in case you missed it on the cat with me aiden nantwich civic society have been claiming balsam from community spaces in nantwich they also paint rusty bollards and cycle racks to improve the appearance of the town dave fawkes spoke to jeff stubbs from the society earlier in the week jeff good morning how are you (laughs) Good morning, how are you? Um, Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Now, Jeff Stubbs, listener, he's part of the Nantwich Civic Society. Now, uh, I don't know about you, but I think that's sort of, I'm not sure what they do and what they they are. So, (laughs) Jeff, can you... Can you enlighten the listener and myself exactly what that structure is and what you do? Okay, Uh, well, Civic Society is 50 years old and we've still got the same... Aims. We tried to uh, lobby and persuade uh, uh, people and councils to improve and conserve uh, the history of the town centre and also to make it a better place for people to visit and shop in and okay. to walk around in. So, okay. yeah, we're, we're concerned with the... Uh, with the quality of the environment yeah. in and around Nantwich. And let's face it, Jeff, there's a lot to uh, rejoice in and a lot to sort of keep on top of, isn't there? It's got an amazing history, Nantwich. It's got a wonderful history, um, and I think it's one of the most visited town centres in the region. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of potential for making it better, and there's a lot of reasons for um, trying to ensure that the particularly old buildings are maintained properly, which is a very hard thing to do if you're the owner of a historic building. Sure, sure, um, excellent stuff. So, so you sort of keep an eye out for things that don't look quite right, that might need a coat of paint, that might need sorting out, that kind of thing. Is, is that, am I getting that right? Yeah, that's one of the things that we, we do. We believe that uh, we don't just, you know, meet ev- every month and write moaning letters we do uh, <laughs> uh we do like to show that we can get out and roll our sleeves up and get a get a hands dirty and actually do some some work by example so we've had over the years a lot of volunteering events in and around the town center yeah uh painting lampposts well basically any any metal work that's black that doesn't doesn't move. Um, <laughs> make, make sure you move your car. Oh, yeah, get your hubcaps painted. Yeah, if you're not careful. Um, and, um, and cleaning like, up the the uh, general general mess. Things that the council can't do 
because it's a bit too detailed. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I reckon, uh, Jeff, it's almost gone unseen. The people who, um, as you say, visit Nantwich in the droves, they just go, oh, isn't it a nice place? But, b- but on the backstory to that, you put in a lot of hard work. I know you do litter picking. I know you do Nantwich in bloom. You're all involved with that as well. So it's, yeah. that, it's that almost like a behind-the-scenes thing, isn't it? Um, yes, yes, it is. Uh, I mean... It's not just the civic society. You mentioned all the other groups that we're involved with. Um, I coordinate a volunteers group, and it's people from not just the civic society, Nantwich in Bloom. We've got people from the local Rotary Clubs, the Nantwich Litter Groups, and there are two now. Yeah. Museum, Nantwich Museum, and recently we've been getting people who've just come from the wider community who've seen... Facebook posts and the local press. Yeah, sure. Um, because we've been out outdoors down by the riverside. Y- you know. have, and that's uh, COVID's put um, uh, a restriction on some of the activities. But you've been busy on the riverbanks with this this balsam thing. T- tell us all about that, Jeff. Well, the balsam is a uh, a very interesting plant. It was brought in by Victorians who thought it would look pretty, uh, but they didn't realise that. It spreads like wildfire and smothers all the other uh, native plants and wild wildflowers and things that grow along our banks and um, uh, fields. Yeah. It's largely a problem on riverbanks where the seas get washed down. Okay. Um, and, and it, sorry, go on. And it can grow quite high, can't it? It's, it's not just a little <laughs> weedy thing. It's a. It, it's not a little weedy thing. I've got a couple of photographs I've been looking at today of uh, uh, a couple of volunteers with examples that must be about ten feet tall. Goodness me! It's uh, they're huge things, um, and so uh, we're having a bit of a competition to see who can <laughs> pull the tallest balsam. Uh, forget so, about forget about a sunflower. We're having a balsam competition. A balsam competition, but uh, people stop us and ask us why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty pink flower. So when we explain that if we didn't do it, um, you would get whole banks of the river. Uh, that are just covered in one species, yeah, sure. which isn't good for wildlife. No, great stuff. Um, so have you been getting your feet wet there, Jeff? getting in the river? <laughs> We've been trying not to. <laughs> um, we are looking for somebody with a pair of waders who might fancy getting in the dipping pond next week or the week after. Oh, right, um, OK. There's a, there's a lovely little dipping pond that's got a, uh, a platform, uh, a sort of jetty that goes across one end of it. But over the last few years, it's it's filled up with plants, as ponds do, if you don't maintain them. Yeah. And uh, my wellies aren't long <laughs> enough. And we it's going to go over somebody the... who's a bit fitter than me. <laughs> it's going to go <laughs> over the top of your wellies, is it, Jeff? Definitely would. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's magic. Well, it, uh, there you go. If you if you're an angler, maybe if you've got a pair of waders and you fancy yeah. giving Jeff a hand. Um, how would they get in touch with you, Jeff, on that particular one? Well, they they could send me a message through the Facebook site, Nantwich Civic Society. Yeah, okay, we I could do that. Which I think is how, how you got hold of me. We did, um, indeed, yeah. Do, do send me a message there, and I promise I'll look at it regularly. But we are meeting next Tuesday at the Shrewbridge... Road car park, otherwise known as the Airman's Grave car park, at ten o'clock. Oh yeah, I know where that is. Um, yeah, we regularly meet meet there. When I say regularly, the last five 
Tuesdays we've done that. So you're we're out in the... Over a, I was just calculating, we've done over 100 hours of volunteering pulling balsam. Wow. Uh, just this last set of uh, weeks. And uh, we do make a big difference, but the balsam is one of those persistent weeds and it keeps coming keeps back. Keeps coming back, yeah, so indeed. We do it, well, we've got to do it every every year. Okay, so if you fancy getting involved, that's Tuesday, ne- uh, next Tuesday morning, is that, Jeff, at yeah, 10 o'clock? Yeah, Tuesday morning. On Street Bridge Road, because uh, everybody in the Civic Society and all those uh, people doing the balsam and the litter picking, and they're all volunteers, so, you know, that you'd be doing your bit for the community as well if you want to get involved in that. That's great. Uh, People say it's very therapeutic. Do Not they? just getting outside, but balsam pulls up with a nice, easy pull. Does you it? Don't hurt hurt your back. Luckily, the we, the the roots aren't particularly strong. So, oh right. So uh, it's, it's 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 a very satisfying feeling when you when you pull it up. Ooh. They're not they're not all ten foot tall. They're usually about three foot tall. Yeah. Uh, at, at, at this time of the season. Okay. So, so apart from apart from balsam. Apart from yeah. Balsam, Jeff, what other projects have you got? Um, presuming the easing of COVID keeps going, what what other projects have you got on board for, for the next month or three? Well, we've been promising ourselves that we'll get painting again. Yeah. I've got a, a large tin of hammerite in my garage that's sort of burning a hole, <laughs> waiting, to get, waiting to get used. Um, we've not been able to do that when we've had difficulties with get, getting together due to COVID, but... Yeah. We'd, we'd like to get into the town centre, paint some of the lovely um, cast iron troughs that Nantwich in Bloom fill, uh, do some of the lampposts and the uh, um, bike, bike racks and, yeah. and that sort of iron work. And there's one set of uh, lampposts on the Fairfax Bridge, which is the new bridge at Waterloads. Oh, yes, yeah. Football ground. Yeah. And we've been promising ourselves we'll buy a roller on a pole and get it as far up as those as as we can but it's down to the metal brilliant well if you've been (laughs) listener if you've been at home and uh during lockdown and you've painted every room in the house you painted the shed you painted the fence you've done all that now <laughs> jeff's got another project lined up for you so if, if you're andy with a brush and a roller you need to yeah. get on the nanswich civic society facebook and get yourself in touch with jeff and he'll definitely put a paintbrush in your hand and uh, and that pot of black paint's going to get some hammer as well uh, <laughs> Jeff, it's been wonderful to speak to you. I know a lot more now about what you do and your aims and a lovely bunch of people down there as well. And please give everybody our best wishes from the cat. Is there anybody you want to say a quick hello to? Well, nobody in person except all the volunteers. They turn out in all weathers. Um, and it'd be remiss of me to, to mention any, any particular person. So volunteers, I'd just like to say, as I usually do every week, well done and thank you. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Now, uh, Jeff, you've chosen a tune, uh, Johnny Kidd and the Pirates, Shaking <laughs> All... Showing me age now. <laughs> Shaking yeah. All Over. I think, I think what's happened here is the water has gone over the top of your wellies and uh, you've been giving them a good shake out. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. This is the first, <laughs> this is the first group, as we used to call it, uh, that I, that I went, went to see oh. on, on my own, and that would have been in 
early 1960s and it's a wonderful track it is indeed jeff stubbs thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about nantwich and we're gonna thank you for inviting me no it's been our pleasure and uh, please do keep up the good work to keep uh, nantwich all prim and proper won't you That's it for this week's edition of In Case You Missed It. We'll be back next week for another look at the last seven days on the cat and in our local area. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.